What did we just witness? Uh, we just witnessed the road to WrestleMania. The road to WrestleMania. We, we're going to start. We are talking Royal Rumble knee jerks, plural, reaction to what we saw tonight. It was me and you. Well, I, well, I think it's just one general. Oh, knee it's like reaction. knee jerk, like somebody hits your knee in the doctor and you kick it up. Not yeah. like knee jerks, like me and you are jerks. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I get confused. You know me in terminology. Yes, 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 yes. Slide it here and there. Uh-huh. I would say that the Rumble as a whole had its moments. I think they purposely did things to tell stories, and I think the placement of everything came into picture post the final match. We are going to address final match first and then go all the way through to what I think was possibly the greatest Rumble Maybe not ever, but at least the greatest women's rumble in one of the great Royal Rumble matches. Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Here at Go Home Heat, our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a bear and peeking with Robocop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now... Go home heat. Yes. I, I was a big fan of the women's rumble match. I'm always a big fan of the women's wrestling. When the WWE does it, they do it very, very well. Their problem is sometimes they don't do it enough. Now, first and foremost, we saw the greatest storytelling. Excuse me. The greatest storyteller in entertainment today, be it a singer-songwriter be it a movie director, be it a television series. I don't care the format right now. Roman Reigns is telling stories on a level that is crazy. We watched a bloodthirsty crowd. And when we get done telling you about this initial, this final match of the evening with Kevin Owens, you will understand why he is the storyteller. Plus, he happens to have the greatest actors around him. Because this one involves Sami Zayn escorting him out there as he will prove his worth tonight or else not be a Bloodline member. This is the night because his former best friend Kevin Owens awaits. Mm. And we have Paul Heyman who's fantastic and the Usos aren't there yet. Sequoia's not there yet. Roman's going to prove that he and Sami can handle this business and that is why Sami is an Uso. A bloodline member. And first off, Roman's physicality puts Kevin on his back a couple times. And then we get Kevin flipping the script and we get back and forth. And I'm telling my man Ray here, I'm saying, hey, man, I'm not sure that in the annals of wrestling history, when we talk specifically Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens may go down as his greatest rival. Here we have. Owens having another great match with they told stories when we didn't like Roman. And now that Roman is a heel, they still tell stories. They're they're multiple month long rivalry. Uh, You know, at the beginning of this reign was fantastic. And then here we go back to it as because we're in order to tell the story, which the real story we're going to tell all along was Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. And yet here we have to tell it with Kevin and they have this great match. 
he there was a neat little wrestling moment where, as my man Ray said, what's going on in the corners of these wrestling rings when you have multiple battle royals? Baby oil. That's what's going on in the wrestling yeah. ring, right? Right? Yeah. Kevin slips trying to do a, what what we think is you know the B, best moonsault ever. Yeah. BME, yeah. And but he he hops back up, goes after it. He has Roman dead to rights after the referee gets knocked down, and of course doesn't win. Roman goes with the low blow, and then outside of the ring, Sammy is Sammy is told go get the chair, help me, and Sammy wastes time because he was told by Roman not to interfere. He does eventually give Roman the chair, but Roman doesn't get to the chair in time to get to Owens before Owens has recovered. Owens gets the stunner. Ref gets yeah. there. One, two, not quite. They wind up outside the ring, more back and forth. Roman has him dead to rights. Roman puts him through the barricade. As Sammy's telling him to lay down, stay down, because he's hurt. As we approach the end of this match... We have the brutally, and I wish they would. I wish they would erase this move. But yeah, I wish. I wish Kevin would stop taking this because it's only a move that Kevin takes. Nobody else in the company takes this move. No. I agree. I agree. He gets his. It's almost like a a leg sweep of some kind, but it's basically just throwing the back of his head onto the corners of the steps. Do it again and again and again. And I until while 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 Sammy, it, it kind of almost in a way to kind of test Sammy's limits, right? Exactly. Almost prove to Sammy what this whole thing is. And and that's kind of a theme that's kind of continued throughout the match to test. It's bas- it's Roman testing Sammy. And the early in the match when he's on top telling Sammy, this is why you're here with me. I'm that guy. And then when things get rough and he has doubts, go get me the chair. And then here it's, okay, this is over, but what did Roman tell us? When this is over, he'll never have to deal with Kevin Owens again. Keep slamming his head. I think it was three times. It was, yeah. It, it was, it was a lot, especially for a, like a, a bump like that. And it, like, I, I feel like uh, the performances were great. Um, Sammy's kind of facial reactions. Uh, we didn't see a lot of Paul, but whenever we did see Paul, um, he was always uh, a little kind of different towards Sammy. Also, uh, to piggyback on your thing with Paul. Down this little home stretch, he, and when Roman's got it going his way, Paul is saying, "This is why you are my tri- tribal chief, Roman." You, you could, that was yeah. the one point where he was really confident in getting ready for this to be finished. Right then, because before that, he was a little bit quieter. Like you said, it was almost like he was worried about what Sammy would do when Sammy didn't immediately get the chair. Was searching for it. He had to show Sammy where the chair was. Then we have Roman hit the spear. A, a lot of this kind of goes into the themes you've talked about, like um, Roman's insecurity as kind of a themes. And I think how, how brutally he beat Kevin, uh, specifically in, in, in that steel steps move, um, kind of goes to show uh, one of his insecurities. Because what you're saying, and what I said, where I say Kevin Owens is this huge rival of his, and he says, I need to get rid of this guy. The, the shots on the. I'm finishing this. This yes. this is a legitimate threat to me. It will be over now. Yes. And they are. They make when you see the picture of them side by side. They are good counters. As Kevin is the heavy set, average looking man who is oddly athletic for his size. Very tough. Uh, the Waffle House steak 
style stuff. Yeah. Roman is this picturesque, mo- uh, explosive modern athlete. You know, it, it, the kind yeah, of like guy like, that, a, like like chiseled like some right. You know, some type of god. <laughs> right, and when you put him on the Tonight Show, he's in a suit. He looks beautiful. He's ready. When he goes to the ring, he looks like a champion. When he explodes, and when he hits you with a spear or with his moves. His power set. It is the explosion you re- you re- you see. It also looks pretty. It, it like the, the way he hits his spear is fluid and gorgeous. It's very different than him. Like it, when when he hits that moment where um, Kevin kind of hits that insecurity a little bit, and Roman just starts slamming his head into the steps. Right. I I, I feel I feel Which like gets away from the beauty. I feel like there's something interesting to that because I feel like. That's an aspect of Roman's character that that I do also think is is uh, furthered uh, within uh, the segment after the match, which, again, I, I do kind of uh, connect to the segment after the match and the segment with the match. But to be said about the match, it is a very great match. Right. It's very it is, good. It is. A, it is a very great match. These these two have great chemistry. Um, we, we get this three count and that's when the story really gets told. Right. Yes. Because that's when. Roman won't quit because the chair's still there. And he, he goes for it. He starts, he starts hitting Kevin with it. And then he gets on top of him and starts pummeling him. And then the Usos have come out with Sequoia, and they rotate the pummeling. And then, you know, eventually they wind up putting him in the corner, and Sequoia hits him with that hip to the head, which actually from the camera angle, we can see he never touched him. But obviously yeah. it's an act. And so they they handcuff him to the top rope. He can't get down. And now all of a sudden it's literal batting practice as they go Young Bucks super kick party. But on him, I think he took maybe three apiece and then a double. They kick him and kick him and kick him and kick him again and again. Right. It's hard. All of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh. And and the whole time Sammy is – it goes from I'm glad we won and I'm relieved to, hey, that is actually somebody I care about. Yeah. You're putting this on right here. Yeah. And then Roman grabs a chair. And there's no really other place for him to hit him the way he's like he's yeah, tangled yeah. up. He's Sammy, gotta hit him in the head. Yeah. Sammy comes in, he stops Roman and says, No, no, no. kind of convincing Roman to put it off. Like stuff like, Oh, this is beneath you, this is beneath you. And then Roman gives the chair to Sammy, saying, Yes, you're right, this is beneath me. When he said, You're right, I shouldn't do it. And he offered it to Sammy. And then he says, this is the guy who doesn't care about you. I've given you everything. Yeah, I've given you everything. You can, it was like, think of all that I've done for you. If you weren't, if it weren't for me, you'd be back there doing jackass matches. Right. Um, I thought that line, uh, specifically, I, I thought that line, time passes here, right? It, it's, it's very like, hold your breath, like, what's Sammy going to do? Um, and then they tease this next move for a while. And then we finally get the shield moment. Yep, Sammy just whacks uh, Roman. Roman in the back, right, uh, with a chair, and, and we and we move from hyena time on Kevin Owens to hyena time on Sammy as Jimmy attacks and Sequoia attacks, and Sequoia's been waiting to attack Sammy uh-huh. for a while, but Jay never does, and eventually the crowd realizes Jay hasn't participated. And how can this stop with only mm. Usos and Bloodline 
in the ring. So they begin to chant Jay. They chanted Sammy when they needed the, the pummeling. With the high in the time was on Kevin. They chanted Sammy. Now they're chanting Jay. And when the and when the family turns to Jay to put him away, you have your actual twin telling you, you said he was your brother. I'm your blood. And he's telling you to get him. And Jay rolls out of the ring and walks up the ramp. And this is what I'm talking about. This bloodthirsty crowd at this point goes with the biggest pop of the night. And it's for a man walking away from violence. Mm. You kidding me? What kind of story are we telling? And here's the kicker to all of that. What you said. Roman's character is uber confident until it ain't. Right? And yeah. then all those insecurities. And once the insecurities come to the surface, it's crazy. And his people go from refined class to hyenas. And it is nuts to see the transformation because it's just beautifully the way they tell this. But then you also have now what is in play because Jay has walked away from his brother and they're the champs. We can have Kevin versus Sammy and Jimmy. We can have Sammy and Jimmy go over. Sammy and Jay. Sammy, Sammy, and Ke Sammy and Kevin go over. And we can have Jay, after that loss, go right back after Roman. Yeah. If you choose to have that belt stay, depending on what happens with your belts at Mania. Or you can you can go to a Jay feud where he feuds with Roman anyway post that. That'd be a great way to have Roman build Jay up for a championship aspirations another feud without the belt involved or you can have sammy feuding with roman i think this specific segment was great because I, I wanted to talk about roman's insecurity go and like the way when sammy hits roman in the back right mm -hmm. it's clear that he gets like that roman gets like he he sits there for a minute right because mm -hmm. obviously it reminds him of what happened with the shield Right. And it's this repeating insecurity of that the people around him will backstab him. And I also think, I think Roman may be a little jealous of Sammy. In, in the sense that, like, I feel like Sammy has people like Kevin, right? He has people who, uh, will, not, who will not stab him in the back, no matter what. But, right, but right. Roman, his entire life, consistently, he, he has these trust issues and uh, these people like Paul Heyman, who are just kind of yes men and who are just there just, who are, who are just there because of his success and right. because he is the tribal chief. Right. And I feel like in that moment where the whole crowd is chanting, F you Roman, F you Roman, Roman looked like the loneliest character I've ever seen. Right. And I that so so spot on. I, I can't put that in the words. He's been running from what Seth Rollins did to him his whole career. Mm -hmm. And he turned heel to surround himself with something he didn't have, which was and Brock Lesnar did have. Loyalty of Paul. Mm. That the, his biggest rival pre-heel was Brock. And the difference between him and Brock was the people didn't even really love him. Brock had Paul. Hmm. 
So he took Paul first, and then the people liked him. And now what does Sammy remind him of every time he goes to the ring? Because the people don't chant Roman anymore. They chant Sammy Uso. They remind him of? Yes, yes. And now he's been, and you're so spot on when you say when he got hit with that chair. He sat It there. wasn't pain. He sat, there. he sat there and he felt his hand. He, he put his hands on, on his head and he just sat there. Right. It wasn't the pain on his back. It was here we are again. Yeah. All I've done. And specifically, all I did for you. I, I took you out of anonymity. You were stuck in a mouse trap at WrestleMania. Yeah, you can and go back. And here you are. Slat. Hitting me in the back with a chair. What are we doing? It was it was incredible. It was it was, force. it was flawless. That that like that was the best. It's definitely one of the, maybe the best wrestling storytelling I've ever seen. And I don't even know. Like where to go with it? Where I don't I don't I, I don't I don't even know how to put it into words. It was just it's just incredible. Now let's go to the men's yeah. match. The now, men's, it was what you. The men's Royal Rumble. I had a ton of issues with this match. Yes. I don't know whether to say I liked it or I didn't like it. I pretty much, I don't really think anything mattered. Till Cody showed up, or at least, at least nothing really mattered until Edge showed up. Right. Um, right. Uh, but I even then, like I, I think that's being a little lenient. Edge shows up, winds up being. Knocked out of the ring by a combination of Finn, who's already been knocked out of the ring by Edge, and Damian Priest, and uh, even Dom. And Dom gets to stay a little longer. Edge and him fight to the back. Beth Phoenix winds up spearing Ripley, who has been helping out. And Edge, wind, Edge and Beth Phoenix wind up standing triumphantly to some degree. Ripley will get her ultimate revenge later. However, not with Beth. We go back to the ring. I'm not going to go blow by blow through all this because I don't no, think no. I don't think There's, we should. No, I, I will it's say just, this. Here's what I think came out of the match. I think we are getting Finn Balor Edge at Mania. That mm-hmm. makes the most sense. I think it's a program that writes itself. I think you have two very good storytellers. I think the, if this is Edge's last Mania match, because he said he'd retire a year ago, a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. a, a year from now, a couple of months ago. This is his last Mania match. Finn Balor's a good one for him to be in there with. Yeah. Finn's the guy, right? Finn's. One of the guys we didn't know was going to be there was there was Logan Paul. And we wind up with Seth and Logan Paul. Oh. And we get, we wind up. And so they wind up, as we think Seth is going, we do get the Seth Rollins-Cody moment. But they wind up having to help themselves with Gunther. And we don't realize Logan Paul is still available because Logan Paul and Ricochet do have the moment of the night as yeah. they both crazy spot. They springboard They springboard and clash and cross each bodies into each other. And you've seen people bounce off the rope and do that. You have not seen this. It was crazy. So Seth and Cody team up for a little bit, which was interesting. And I thought that was going to be the story we were going to go with, but they were more clever than that. As Paul throws Seth out of the ring, which tells me Seth is not involved in the main events of Mania. Seth will be wrestling Logan Paul, which frustrates me to no end. But also if I have Edge, Finn, Seth, 
Logan Paul in programs. I'm guaranteed two fantastic matches. And then Gunther attacks the torn pectoral with Gunther, the slaps. Gunther and Cody. Yeah, uh, of best Cody. Part, best part of this match. Yeah, I, the match they had post. The, the post-Rumble match, that, that, that was great. I think I think Cody's perform. I think the whole thing with <clears throat> Gunther constantly just slapping Cody's chest uh, when we all know, you know, right. what happened. Eventually, it just with with Cody went. It, 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 it that that part was great. I did have issues with the Rumble beforehand. Um, right. There were not a lot of surprise entrants. Um, there wasn't even anybody from NXT. Uh, there was nobody from NXT. The whole thing. Fair and enough. There Booker was one, T was the only retired the guy. Only, only Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It just felt like they the, the whole Judgment Day storyline, the reason why I said that this only really matters after Edge shows up, the way they seem to give Judgment Day heat is by having them constantly eliminate workhorses in the Rumble match. And Drew and Sheamus was specifically a thing because that that was that, that that was actually one of like the running things in the match. That yeah. to me was by by the point until Cody came, Drew and Sheamus was the only thing I was interested in. Right. Like, and then when they eliminated Drew and Sheamus, I just did not care until Cody came. Right. There, there, for me, there was nothing to care about because they were what was keeping the match kind of. In, in tune, but it's just by that point, pretty much a, a ton of guys got eliminated super fast uh, for reasons that I think are I, I don't I don't really. My theory on the match, my theory on the entire match was the point of that match was Cody Rhodes. Yes, and nothing in that match was going to put Cody at risk. We were not going to have Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes fighting each other because a lot of the crowd liked Seth Rollins. Sammy, Zane, Sammy could not be in the Rumble because the crowd may not. It would have at, at best been split. At, yes. Even though Cody's coming back. And Cody is the moment we've been preparing for. He's the vignettes. He's all that stuff, right? So Cody has to go over. Cody does a quick little shatter. Dreams in that thing with Gunther, which was dope. He winds up after taking the beating. He winds up, you know, get hitting his crossroads, getting rid of Gunther, and it's all fine. I'm over the moon that Cody Rhodes is going to be the one who, absolutely who's going to be the one to dethrone. Spoiler: Cody Rhodes is going to dethrone Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I, yeah, that's what's least, happening. At least uh, it's our uh, beliefs. As a man once said, "You may not like it, but you're going to learn to love it." Yeah, because that's what's happening. Also, amazing performance by Gunther. Gunther was in there like longer than anybody's ever been in one. Yeah, hour and eleven minutes. Oh, Gunther couldn't have done that. Gunther. Walter couldn't have done that. Walter's no. got a little more weight than that. You are listening to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Check out our friends at the Gin Project, the G I N N Project dot com. Check out our friends at the Daily Smart, your one stop shop for all things pro wrestling. And now, back to Go Home Heat. Gunther was in was in there doing cardio and stuff, and that, that listen, it came Gunther, through for him. Gunther performer, Gunther right. performer of the night, like absolutely, I, and like I, I completely, completely, and I can't wait for Cody to mm -hmm. to this whole run, his promos versus Roman's promos. Uh, Logan Paul, as much as I dislike him, Seth is going to be great with him. 
uh, Edge and Finn are going to run each other down. What mm -hmm. I think we're getting at Mania is really starting to compile into something Absolutely. really spectacular. Absolutely. Piggybacking uh, Bray Wyatt is the next match. He's wrestling LA Knight in something called a lights out match. Nobody knows what, knows what it is. The concept was unique. It was dope. When they go yeah. to it is basically I, I, club lighting. I thought, yeah, I thought I thought the match itself was quite interesting. Um, I did see a lot of people were complaining that they felt a little bit underwhelmed by like the match itself. Um, because the match goes very short, like two minutes, like the match went like five minutes or something like that, right? Okay. Um, and I, I can understand kind of being underwhelmed by that. Okay. Because the program goes a little while, but we also don't know if the program's going to be over. Well, um, and, and, well, and, and, the, and what happens after the match uh, with Uncle Howdy uh, jumping off of the. Uh, Uncle Howdy did like a spinning. Uh, like a coffin drop, a almost. spinning coffin drop, kind of like onto um, L.A. Night, and then the whole building exploded. Kind of reminded me of the scene in a Black Swan. Yes, uh, where she, she does she does the same move, but she's like stabbed in the stomach or something. The exact same thing. Yeah, Bray's makeup on the way out there in the black lighting was dope. Then yeah. when he flips the script, it was post-match, yeah, right? The match he flips, was the, very he, aesthetically pleasing. Right. I will say. Right, they had you know he he. When he gets knocked into the announcer's table, it explodes into what looks almost like some form of light fire, which isn't, but it was just dope the way he had it set up. Yeah. Bray absorbs the punishment, hits his sister Abigail. It was quick. Mm. He puts on a new mask and begins the pummeling, which ends with either Howdy sacrificing himself in some weird way or finishing the job. Either way, it was dope. It was what it needed to be. Bring out Bianca and and again now you know you got to Cody Cody and Gunther had a pay per view length match post post Rumble post Rumble and then you just got to get this in and then you know post yeah post Roman's match you had a whole another length of time that was a match uh -huh. long where they were beating you know that whole scene yeah fantastic but you know how much time do you got Bianca wrestles. Alexa and they utilize Alexa's on her on top early, does really well. I thought what they did was fine. I thought it was great actually, but Bianca winds up winning quickly because once she switches the tide to her direction, it's over. And that's kind of the performance she is right this second, depending on who she's wrestling. There aren't that many people that match up with her physically, but we'll get to that because you don't think there are. But we'll get to that when we get to the Rumble match. Alexa, after the loss, the Uncle Howdy video plays. What does he say over and over? Do you think you're in control? Mm. As we see Alexa falling into her insanity. Yes. Her her, her possession, almost, right? Yeah. And we're getting further in there. So they got that story told. The match was good. We move on Yeah. to the Rumble match, the women's Rumble women's match. Women's Rumble match. Which I, I thought. I thought that was, it was, was quite great. One of the great women's, I thought it was the greatest women's Rumble match and one of the great Rumble matches of all time. Mm -hmm. My personal favorite part of this match was A, uh, Asuka showing up as Kana. Right? Asuka as that Kana was, was the key. That was, that was the shout out part of the match. Absolutely. Um, and the second, which was the driving force of the match, which was Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Starting. Uh, starting and finishing the Rumble. Tremendous. Uh, that that was um, it. It was a great floor for the match to have. Um, I felt like the abundance of NXT talent 
that showed up uh, quite helped the match. Uh, I believe right. there was only one legend that showed up, and that was Michelle McCool. But we're, I, I didn't. We're not counting counting Nia Jax's legend. Oh, Nia Jax did show up. There were people very mad about that. Okay, I didn't. I didn't personally. I and I need to take credit for this though, real quick. Opening moments of this pay per view. I see Michelle McCool sitting to the left mm. of the screen. What did I say? You said that she's going to be in the Rumble. She's got to be in the Rumble. Why else would the Undertaker's wife be sitting right there? Mm. I don't care how much your kids like wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's sitting right there. She's in the show. Mm. She jumps the rail. She's in good shape. She stays in the ring for a little bit of time. She eliminates some people. She does great. Mm. What else did I say about this women's Rumble? I said, I, I, I said, Ripley? Ripley, Oscar, Oscar, Liv, and Liv are gonna be the last. Would be thing. the last ones. Yeah, and I, somehow, I might have been right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it's just a. I did have a few nitpicks. I, I don't know. I'm. Not, I wouldn't call them nitpicks because I, I do go, believe go. that there are general issues. I think that Chelsea Green, like that, that I feel like that was highly disrespectful the way they treated her. Yeah, and it's it's weird that way they would have her return just for her to lose in like a comedy spot. I don't, I don't. Can I say something though? What do you mean? I don't, I don't want to come off. I don't want to come off mean. I know. I, I personally have never seen her wrestle, but. But she's not a legend. Yeah, but she's more than a comedy spot. She showed back up. I don't know that it was a comedy spot. She just got thrown. It out was a comedy spot. Them. They okay. they treated huh? her like a joke. Okay. Okay. I, I don't I really think there was any defense. I, I think they could have done that with anyone other. I feel like they. Could I have, would not have. They could have done that with Lacey. If I wouldn't have done it with her either, because she's a heel that you that has to be. My point to what you're saying is. I would have done that with Lacey because she's like a person I dislike. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but my thing is, if it's a choice between her, anybody else, or nobody else. Then I would have done nobody Nia else. Jax. I would have done nobody else. You done the Nia Jax was done perfectly you because you that. needed Ripley to prove who she was almost an hour into the match or even an hour into the match, right? Because Nia was last. Nia was last. So she was an hour in and she misses the pump handle the first time because Nia comes out. Everybody's been fighting all night and she gets in the middle of the ring, challenges the whole crew and they give her the big show moment. Everybody's beating her down. She rises and throws them off. Rodriguez comes at her, toe-to-toe, can't handle her. Now, who's the next biggest person there? Piper? Mm. That doesn't work. Ripley? Doesn't quite get her up once. Second time, she gets her up, pump handle slams her, and then she does what she does with the judgment day. She looks at them all and says, y'all throw her out. Mm. And she commands, and they obey her command. Because they want Nia out. But also, that's who Ripley is. And they, and they throw her out, and then we continue the match, yeah. and we wind up with Liv, Katana, who's Asuka. Asuka, Kana. Uh, Kana, I'm sorry. Kana, Asuka. The face paint's different. You're saying, the blue you're mist saying, winds up being... saying Katana because of the Suicide Squad. Apologize. Apologize. This is Katana. I like her, too, though. I know. I'm kidding. But anyway, um, point being, Kana. Kana. Asuka. Asuka. Is fantastic in this whole thing. Yes. A lot of performers were very, very good in this. Piper Niven had great shows. And the one thing I want to say, when you look at Bianca, you think nobody can challenge her physically, and then you have a then you have a rumble match where you have Ripley, 
Piper Niven and Rodriguez are all similar in size and build. Mm-hmm. All capable. They may not be as strong. It's it's like when, dude, it. I keep comparing her to Cena, and I believe the comparison is good. And then when yeah. you look at around it, and remember how when you would match Cena up with Batista, Batista was bigger. He was supposed to be stronger. Rhea is the wasn't. Batista. Right. Rhea is her Rhea Batista. Rhea is the Batista to Bianca's Cena. Maybe even more charismatic than Batista was three to four years into his WWE run. I, am, I am at, like You're talking like fresh out of evolution? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe even more charismatic than that. Batista kind of got away with the fact that he was good looking and big, pursued on. He also sharp. had the machine gun thing, dude. I mean, Rhea, Rhea Ripley doesn't. She, she's good. But if she, she had. A, she 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 ain't got no machine gun. Thing. Let's be fair though. If Batista would let her do his machine gun thing, that, I mean, that'd be, it'd be over. It'd be it'd be it'd on. be over. It'd, it'd be, be time to just throw everybody else off. You but you have you have big powerful performance yeah. performers for her to deal with. Now you did have the damage control thing where they kind of ran roughshod yeah. over it. I didn't. Weirdly enough, I didn't mind it as much. I did. I did. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like some of the wrestlers that they ran roughshod over could have lasted in there more. I feel like Candice could have. Well, they used a Judgment Day and they used control in similar manners. In that, the way we saved face here is that the three people got yeah. the one person and out of the ring in order to get somebody out of the right. Match. And then you had Becky get the two people out of the ring, and then Bailey get her out of the ring. And then who came in and got Bailey out? I think it I dumped think it was Liv, by Liv right? Morgan. Yes, dumped Liv. by Liv Morgan. Which again, the beautiful thing about this is Liv had begun to slip down the card a little bit. We'd seen her as kind of crazy, and she'd done some stuff where she jumped through tables and stuff like mm. that on these episodes. And you, and she's starting to be like, you know what? Consequences be damned. I'm going to get in here and do my thing. And that's the kind of thing we want from her. And we got that tonight. It worked. And now she is back in that main event scene. And she mm. feels like she fits. Asuka had slipped out of the main event scene. She was the dancer. Yeah. She was the one that was the buddy. She was all that other stuff. What she wasn't was dangerous. When we know she is the most dangerous person. Now she's back and person. now she's dangerous. She's the most dangerous person in the division. I feel the like- reason why she got knocked out of the ring is because she missed with the mist, it threw her off, and she just felt lost her balance. It wasn't because somebody put her on the ground. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And she also laughed. Yes. She also laughed when she hit the floor. Right, like, ah, I got me. I, I got me, you didn't get me. This, Go ahead. This is my what I think. Um, I think this is a bit of... You know how uh, Zelina Vega had a great night. Oh, Zelina Vega! Zelina Vega was great. Yeah. Um, I think, I think Kana, I think Oscar is going to wrestle at Charlotte again at WrestleMania. I think they're going to run that back, right? I love it. I, I feel like that would be the right choice, and then we'd have Rhea Bianca. I, I just, I don't know. That that reads right in my head. I say, here's the thing. If you want Bianca to have. A shot at match of the night. A shot at match of the year. Give her Oscar? No. I think her and Rhea can do it. Mm-hmm. I think if her and Rhea have 20 minutes, I think they can give you the match that we've seen matches similar in NXT when they were all there. Mm. But Bianca wasn't quite where she is now as a performer back then. Mm. What did we see time and again in that match? We saw... Smaller performer or even somewhat big performer for for a, for a ladies division, run at Rhea and Rhea allow them to 
Hurricane Rada spin around. She was she was twir- she was twirling human beings like batons. Absolutely, it was crazy. One, one once with with I think Vega, it looked like it was bandstand the way she was flipping her around, like old school bandstand, black and white TV. Here's the thing: Bianca can be the base to do these moves, just like Rhea is. Rhea can. We've seen Rhea do. Conradas uh, yeah. and things with men or with someone similar. Rodriguez and her could do it together. So they can have that match, but I think you don't do it yet. I think you wait a year. I think mm. you go with Charlotte and Rhea because I think, and I, I, dude, trust me, I love that match if that's what you book. If you book Oscar Charlotte, dude, Oscar and Charlotte can be match of the year. They like, got that in them. I don't. I don't I think so does makes, Ripley. I think storyline. Go, 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 go. Sorry. I think storyline wise, it makes more sense. Right. To have Os- have Oscar come back as this and then defeat Charlotte. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because they're not only to like kind of, uh, I don't know what's the phrase, but to kind of make up for uh, what you did at uh, the WrestleMania that we were at. I get it. Um, I get it. But. Mm-hmm. When Rhea, when Charlotte won, she picked NXT. Mm. She picked Ripley at Mania and took Rhea's title. There was no reason for that. Mm. That screams, I need to avenge that. Mm. Also, Asuka can give Bianca you can flip that. When I say Asuka and Charlotte can give you a match of the year, and then I turn right around and I say Rhea and Bianca can give you a match of the year, D- let like, me tell you something. You Rhea and Charlotte can give you match of the year. Asuka Bianca. Asuka and Bianca can give you match. There's no way you can you cannot include those four people with each other and think, oh, that's impossible. No, they got it in them. It just matters of the time and the story they can tell leading up to it. Before they ring the bell, you know, and it, it's I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like if they did that Oscar Bianca premiere, it would feel a bit too Cena like for me. You know what I'm saying? OK, it feel a little too Cena Umaga for me. <laughs> OK. And, and meanwhile, okay. I love those matches. Absolutely. Cena and Umaga had bangers. Dude, Umaga so underrated. Exactly. So underrated. As uh, OK, M- oh moving on. <laughs> But hey, so that's kind of a wrap for this, right? I just am. Are you fired up for WrestleMania? Uh, yes, I'm absolutely fired up for WrestleMania. Here's the kicker: we got an elimination chamber between now and then in Montreal, dudes. In Montreal. So what would you tell me? If we get Sammy Roman in Montreal, Roman's going. <sighs> Roman's going. Roman's going to die. I got goosebumps when you said that. Look at that on my arm. That is Those crazy. Are Those are goosebumps. Dog, dog, dog. If Roman wins, we riot. Bro. I'm just saying it. Bro. Especially when HBK comes down and kicks Sammy upside the head. Just to rub their faces in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. On yeah. that note, golly, geez, I hope, I hope you enjoyed listening to us. From my man, yeah. Ray. I had a great time. Uh, for my man Ray, this is me, KP. We're Go Home Heat. 
Check out our friends at the Game Project, the G-I-N-N, project.com. Check out our friends at Daily Smart, your one-stop shop for all things pro wrestling. I imagine they have probably already put up 35 articles, and they will be putting up our podcast in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you now. See Go you. home. Go home. Awesome. That was great.